my friends and welcome to the Cornerstone podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. I am Francis Wesso, the host of this podcast. This is the second episode of the series A Glimpse into Eternity. There's so much we can discuss on the subject of eternity that it is even hard to decide what to share within these few minutes we have in this podcast. Therefore, I hope you understand that I'm just giving you the basics on the subject. In addition to that, I have to tell you that I will cover and read many Bible verses in this podcast. It is important that you know that I am not giving you my opinion on the subject. Everything I share with you has its foundation in the Bible. Last week, we talked about Sheol or Hades, where the people who died without Christ wait for their final judgment. If time permits, I would like to start talking about hell today. But before diving into that subject, I would like to finish talking about what happens directly after death. As we discussed last week, I believe that the people who died without believing in Jesus now go to Hades. In fact, all the people who have died without hope until today are still awaiting for the judgment before God's white throne. After their judgment, God will throw them into hell, where they will spend eternity. This statement always produces questions such as how can God send people who have never heard the gospel to Hades? For example, the Native Americans who never heard that Jesus died for them, are they in Hades now? How is that fair since no one talked to them about Jesus before they died? The Bible tells us that before Jesus died, God revealed himself to people. Abraham, for example, believed in God and followed him. No one preached to him. Romans 1.20 teaches us, For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. God speaks about his existence to all people through his creation. Creation testifies about him. Before anyone preached the gospel, people either believed in God or made idols out of nature, his creation. Before Christianity, those who, instead of believing in God, chose to worship God's creation, like the Mayans, for example, who worshipped the sun, went to Hades when they died. Those who believed in God went to Abraham's bosom. It was in Abraham's bosom that they heard the gospel and believed in Jesus. Now the responsibility to preach the gospel is up to us, the church. The good news is that at this time in history, it is very difficult to find a place on earth where the gospel has not been preached. Even in places like the Middle East, where to preach the gospel is illegal, many have died sharing the message of Christ. However, even if some people have never heard the gospel of Jesus, God's creation testifies of him. This brings me to where we left off in the previous episode of the podcast. I promise I will tell you why Jesus did not preach to the people in Hades outside Abraham's bosom. He did not preach to them because they had already decided not to believe in God. Therefore, they did not get a chance to repent in Sheol or Hades. My friends, 
We need to preach the gospel to everyone who does not know about Christ as their Savior. The last thing we need is for people we know and love to go to Hades now and then end up in hell. By the way, the people who go to Hades will be the last group to resurrect after the second coming of Christ. The Bible tells us that those who died in Christ will resurrect first. The people in Hades will remain there until God throws Satan into hell. Revelations 20 verse 12 and 13 say, And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were open. Another book was open, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them, and each person was judged according to what they had done. Now, to all the Christians that are listening to this, I gotta tell you, we will not be judged in this judgment. This is the judgment for sinners that have not been forgiven by the blood of Christ. So I'm going to stop here talking about Hades, and now let us talk a little bit about what happens to Christians after death. There are two schools of thoughts regarding this topic. Some people believe that after we die, we fall asleep and are waiting for Jesus' second coming in an unconscious state. They believe that we will get our new bodies and enter into heaven at the second coming of Christ. They base this belief on verses such as the Bible story of Jesus resurrecting the little girl in Mark 5 and what 1 Thessalonians 4 tells us. Which, by the way, let me read those verses to you. 1 Thessalonians 4, and I'm going to read verses 13 through 17, which say, Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of humanity who have no hope for we believe that jesus died and rose again and so we believe that god will bring with jesus those who have fallen asleep in him according to the lord's word we tell you that we who are still alive who are left until the coming of the lord will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep for the lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. If this school of thought is true, what do we do with scriptures like Philippians 1, verses 21 to 23 that say, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet, what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. Or, what do we do with Second Corinthians 5, starting with verse 6, which reads, Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and will prefer to be away from this body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. Those who agree with the second school of thought, believe that our souls and spirits go directly into the presence of God immediately after death. 
in that once Jesus comes back to earth, we will get a new incorruptible body, like 1 Corinthians 15.53 says. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. I personally do not believe for a minute that we go to sleep after death. I think that the moment we close our eyes here on earth, we open them in heaven. But I leave it up to you to decide what to believe. Since we have still some time, I want to continue our chat on eternity addressing a few misconceptions people have about hell. Number one, some people think that hell is here on earth. People who have a difficult life believe that their life on earth is their hell. The Bible is specific and tells us that hell is an actual place where people will spend eternity suffering. We might have a hard life here on earth, but believe me, no suffering here can compare to the suffering people will experience in hell. And by the way, hell is not a cuss word. It is a destination. Misconception number two about hell. Some people think that there are people in hell now, but that is not true. Hell is empty now. Satan will be thrown into hell before any other human is thrown into it. Revelations 20, 1-3 say, And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss, and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent, who is the devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him. Misconception number three about hell. Some people think that Satan's throne is in hell. I think that because many people see it in movies, they think that the devil has a throne in hell and that he commands his demons or minions from it. Nothing can be further from the truth. The devil fears the idea of entering hell. Luke 10:18 says, He replied, I saw Satan fall like a line from heaven. Satan was expelled from heaven, and since then he has lived either in the spirit realm or here on earth. The moment Satan was expelled from heaven, he could not return to live in heaven. So therefore, now he lives between heaven and earth. Misconception number four about hell. God does not send people into it. People always tell me a good God will not send people there. That statement is correct. God does not send us to hell. We choose to go there. How do we choose hell? We choose it by rejecting Christ. God sent his only son to die for us to keep us away from hell, according to John 3.16. He did not create hell for his children. God created it for Satan and his demons. Number five, another misconception of hell is that people in hell will not feel anything since people that died have no bodies. People think that they cannot experience pain. But my friend, the truth is that spirits and souls can experience pain and pleasure even without a body. John 4.14 tells us, But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I give him will become in him springs of water welling up into eternal life. Also, Psalm 63.1 says, O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh 
faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Hell is the destination of every spirit and soul that dies without faith in Jesus Christ. The Bible also calls it the lake of fire, the second death, the eternal retribution, Hades, and the grave or Sheol. Its creation was intentional, and it was designed for Satan and his demons. Revelations 20.10 tells us, And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented there day and night forever and ever. Hell is a place that is forever on fire, my friends. It is a place of great anguish, where its tormented inhabitants are conscious. Matthew 13.42 tells us they will throw them into the blazing furnace, where they will be weeping and garnishing of teeth. And Mark 9.48 also say, The worms that eat them do not die, and the fire is not quenched. Misconception number six, many believe that in hell, they will be able to be with their friends or relatives that also die without Christ. Some people have even told me that they want to go to hell because all their friends will be there. While it is true that every person who goes to hell goes to the same painful place, people are not together. Some of the worst consequences of hell are its great darkness and loneliness. 2 Peter 2.4 tells us, For if God did not spare angels when they sin, but send them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment. People will not be together partying. They will be alone in darkness in great pain. Hell is a place without any light or love. Humans do not understand the concept of the total absence of light. Even if we live without electricity, creation is full of light. In hell, there is no presence of God at all. Hence, there is a total and eternal darkness. Misconception of hell number seven and the last one that I will share with you is that some doctrines mention places like purgatory, where living relatives of the people who have died can make amends on their behalf to get them out of hell. But those doctrines are not biblical. They are completely false. Hell is a place where there is no escape. There are no second chances once you die. Your destination is fixed. Revelation 20.15 tells us, Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Wow, if this does not put the fear of God in you, I do not know what will. Therefore, my friends, please, if you are not saved, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are saved, please share the gospel with your loved ones. The last thing you want is for any of them to die without Christ. Do not miss our next episodes in which we will continue to describe hell and talk about our life in heaven. For questions, comments, or to share some prayer requests with us, please visit our website globalgraceministries.com or write to us at info at globalgraceministries.com. Have an excellent rest of the week. Thank you.